I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a psychotherapist. I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a tech analyst. But vice versa. Yes. Vice versa. Yes. And welcome to Apple Talk, where the technology meets the psychology. Yes, and we talk about, you know, the stuff that we always say. Like, it's the same thing. This is uh, the first time we've ever watched. Oh, well, you, you won't know. You are so based. Is this because of the heat? <laughs> oh, it's just it's like everyone, no one cares. They just want us to get on with it. No, They're we like, need some context to, for the show. Do they? Yes. Do they? Yes. It's like the stuff that, like, you know, we don't want it. Like, this is the Every show part. is somebody's first show. Fine, fine. We talk about Microsoft and Facebook and Apple and everyone else is like they're and saying Amazon it all on Amazon. And, and, yes. Yeah. And we talk Android, about awkward blah, Tesla blah, blah, blah. fake robots. Oh, that's true. That was really creepy. Creepy and It was weird. meant to be a joke, though. Was it? Yes. Yeah, I think, I, I think most people just saw clips of it on the internet and they didn't see the context of the show. But if you're not familiar with it, Elon Musk introduced, they said the Tesla's working on robots and this dude in a robot suit came out. And it was like a joke. Like, I'm sure they are working on robots because, like, Elon Musk's whole goal is to colonize Mars. And you need robots on Mars because we're not going to work out there. Why don't we first work on, why doesn't he work on fixing this planet first? I'm just saying. No, this planet is, this planet is so yesterday. Mars is so tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We already have an atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, why don't, we, why don't we terraform Earth? Yeah, yeah, we have an atmosphere. Let's, this is closer to being fixed. Okay. Well, someone was joking that in, it's really hard to get Tesla's uh, non-functional self-driving because you have to buy the car. And this way, potentially, you could just buy the robot and everybody could have it. He's just going to give you a suit. That would be great because he sold a flamethrower. Yes. He sold a flamethrower. You, you could got sell a the real suit. flamethrower, though. Well, well, it was a very low power. It was a branded, yeah. Yeah, right. it was more like a torch. It's like what you used to make creme brulee in Panzerino's yes, exactly. kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a big creme brulee. So this week we thought we would do a Q&A episode because we haven't done one in a while. Right. And a lot right. of you Qs have As, or a lot of you As have Qs. <laughs> That's a perfectly acceptable use of the term question and answer. I don't know what that is. Q and A, not QA. QA is quality assurance, like what you do on software. Q and A is yeah, question don't do and that answer. For the show. Yeah, please don't quality assure the show. There's no assurance of any quality on the show. What's for, what's no. it? There is good coffee, though. Yes, and there's a knife on the table. Is that just in case I say, answer the wrong thing? No, that's a box opener. Well, it was for opening boxes. It was meant, it's meant for cooking, but I used it for opening boxes. Um, yeah, that's Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee. It's really good. Global knife, Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. Don't, don't answer use wrong, knife. Renee. Do not, <laughs> don't answer wrong. Why? Will I get Michael Richards? <laughs> Richard says, 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 yeah, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. Don't cheat your way there'd onto Jeopardy. Lot, there'd be a lot of people watching this episode. I could be the new. Are we looking for Lavar Burton? If you want to be the new host of of Apple Talk, George we is looking. We totally have you on. Yes. We accept you. We think that you are the best. He'll be like, totally what happened to the previous you. host? You could, just he be could holding just him read. He could just read. You don't even have to do anything. That's you could true. reading Rainbow this show. But not, but not Brent Spiner. He's not. You know how I feel about him. Oh, don't out me on the show. George is, not a, George is a Spock fan, not a Data fan. I don't like Data. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. It's fine. Brent, if you watch the show, the, uh, the, the, I like the you. The character. The character like Data, you. not Data in general. Not yeah, like, I'd yeah. have him on the show. Okay. But I wouldn't be as excited. You, you prefer <laughs> Lore, his evil brother. He's a little more spicy. Okay. All right. He's a little more spicy. Um, so we earlier today, we asked for your questions, or at least I asked for their questions on Twitter. You did, yeah. Yes, someone forgot. Was I supposed to? Well, we're going to have a Q&A episode. How are you supposed to get the A's to Q, or the Q's to A? You're still trying that. That's not a thing. So you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm going to find a question here. Oh, so you're, you're going to ask me first? Yeah, I'm going to ask we're you so first. We're so organized today. Yeah. This is, this is a whole thing about how you don't have to be hyper 
focused and hyper organized, right? Like you can just. Okay, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna throw you a lowball first. Okay. All right. Ouch. <laughs> um, bite for bite asks. Um, people have very short term memories when it comes to legitimate tech scandals. Uh, the CSAM detection, Cambridge Analytica. This often prevents ca- uh, companies from facing real consequences. How can we change that? Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is more appropriately a you question. So I'm just being asked this so I can stumble and get it wrong first. And then you'll swoop in like a genius on top of me. But uh, this is a longstanding beef I, I've had. And I keep going back to when we were younger and like the Tylenol scandal almost ended the company. And any politician who got like was caught in a, like a lie, like like even a dumb lie or like or even a dumb making affair. making a strange noise. Yeah. I mean, they were just, that was the end of their you, career. You go, hoo ha, you're done. Yes, that's, that's it. it. You're, you're, you're finished. There's no more of uh, you. And now you can do anything. Like, And there yes. was literally a story in the paper this weekend about, um, I think it was Biden. I might be getting that wrong because I'm not American. So apologize if I get this wrong. But saying like they didn't really care about a certain piece of policy because they didn't think people would remember in two weeks. And and do you remember what it was? I think it was Afghanistan. Okay. Because I, I was like, maybe you didn't remember. But maybe I'm afraid. That... I'm afraid that I might get that wrong because, again, not American. So if I did get all that wrong, just, yeah. you know, don't at me at Georgia. Uh, but like, so like even major things, they're learning. Politicians are learning that we have high brand affinity. We're super tribal. We care about our party and we don't, and, and we have no attention spans. So we don't care about what they did wrong. We don't hold them accountable. And it seeps over to our companies too. It's like they can red ring of death. They can have exploding phones. They can steal our data. They can put rootkits on our software. They can invade our privacy. And two weeks later, we're like, what did the Kardashian or Kardashian? I keep getting that wrong. Which it is, depends. What are we talking about? Are we Deep Space Nine Kim, in this? Kim, not Gal Dukat. Ah, okay. Yes. Kardashian. Kardashian. Like, oh, what did they do? Or what's the new meme? Or did Elon do a robot? And we're like that little dog that, you know, it's like, what? like we just totally lose attention. We have no object permanency anymore. No, no. There's, there's, it's just too much. It's too much for us to be able to parse. It's like going to the grocery store and you look at the aisle of cereal and after seven, it's too much. And so there's too much information. It's overloading. It's unpleasant. What do you mean and by seven, sorry? So when we, they, they have found that like really, three is the perfect number of things to choose from. We find something very quickly at three. Oh, if we're given three up choices. To three choices, okay. then up to seven choices, and then after that, our brain gets overloaded, and we're like, "I'm just gonna grab the first one." Is that like that there. test they give you with how many things can you remember in a sequence? It isn't. Okay. But yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember that answer, so no, I won't feel bad yes. about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I was going to say it's infuriating, but I don't think I'd remember it long enough to actually be infuriated about it. We're not infuriated. You see, that's the problem. We're not even infuriated by our own ineptitude to hold people's feet to the fire when it should be held to the fire. There was uh, Julie Nolke, who's fantastic. Um, She does sketch uh, sketch comedy. Not sketch comedy. Sketch comedy on YouTube. And she's very famous for doing this series where she goes back in time and explains 2020 to her past self. Um, and like she was getting like, I think it was like the third one where she's, she was going back to like, it was nine months in or something. And she's like, what happened to the murder hornets? Could we just have the murder hornets back? Because it was so. Oh, they're so... back. She's going to be oh. really happy. Mur- they're back. Murder hornets. Murder but it's just like, hornets. there was so many things one after another that a human brain just literally couldn't cope with it anymore. Though I'll, I'll give you a strange murder, murder hornet fact. This, Can I? This, this episode took a turn, turn to the dark night. Listen, okay. hey, if you're still watching, thank yep. you. They, they, there are people that track them. And so it's not, you don't kill the single hornet. You want to kill the whole nest because they're murder hornets and they, they kill things. They murder. 
Hence They're also the genetically engineering mosquitoes so that they can't carry some of the diseases that mosquitoes traditionally carry, and then they release those in the wild to breed. Well, do you know how they follow them back to the nest? No. Is it radar? I believe that this is in Japan. I might be wrong about this because short-term memory. Um, is they uh, tie a little, they tie the, the baby down, the little, the murder hornet down. They tie a string with a feather onto it, and then they follow it, and it can go like wow. 80 kilometers. Tying down a murder hornet must be a terrible job. Like just go over there, tie it on that murder they, hornet. They follow it with because it has a little feather. Yeah, but I'm not going to be the person it. tying down the murder hornet because it's a murder hornet. That's it's not. True. It's not like a, a like a, like a neck massage hornet. No, it's not like like a love bug or anything. No, it's a murder no. hornet. Yeah. So anyway, Anyways. so um, not only do I think we have that ultra high brand thing, which I think is bad. Like I don't think we should identify with any political parties, any Apple. organized. No, but anybody. Sorry. Like, uh, Sorry, and I was going to say cough. like least of which companies. Like companies yes. are like the lowest on the list of things you're going to identify with. Like if you're going to be tribal, there's so many things to be tribal about, and we're at the point where companies are tribal now. Yeah, humans. We should yeah. the planet. Maybe we should be pro planet. Yes. Yeah, but they are like. You know, and I've been through this too. It's like they argue about BlackBerry versus Apple or Samsung versus yeah, Apple, yeah, Nintendo yeah. versus. I've gotten uh, into some fights. I'm not going to say Xbox We're all versus tribal. Sony. Yeah. yeah, but it's like this. Some of them are just wrong. And so I think that you that you combine that with the pace, like the like the pace of doom scrolling. Doom scrolling makes the flash look super slow. Um, we just we don't have the ability to retain this stuff, and I think it's it's to our detriment because some of these things are really, really important. And that's why I think that the answer to the question is legislation, laws, and um, the the consequences should be dire. Yeah. Dire. It, and should be um, graded. Just like you would, this, they should, companies should have the same consequences that a family should yes. have inside of the home. And they should be graded up to the severity of the cost of it. And they don't so... You know, nothing's going to change because we can't keep, it's not no. our, we shouldn't have to police these companies. Yeah, we're busy. Companies we're cannot busy police with... them. Okay, so the company cannot police themselves because every single company has its own best interest yes. at heart, which, duh. So any organization that polices itself, no. Yes. You, you, are, you work in a school or you are a student in a school and something bad happens to you like a crime, don't call the university call the police because the university is going to protect yes, the university. The university. Yeah. So that's one. Two, we can't police them. We don't have the power. There's not enough of a number of us and we don't stay angry long enough. It is. And also, can I just add like, yeah. like, her, like earthquakes in Haiti, hurricanes in the US, forest fire. Like we have real problems to fix. You know yes. what I mean? Like, there's a lot going yes, on. Yes, we're not even good at that. No, we're terrible at that. So we so, need yeah, so we need this taken care of so that we can focus on those things. Yes, and they have to be ones that are kind of immediate, that hurt and make companies think twice before they do it. It shouldn't be that they're like, "Oops, sorry." Oops, I I'll did fix it again. It next time. Yeah. Yeah, there was an old interview with Tim. Well, it just got published, but it was it was an older interview. It was happened in July, uh, so he couldn't address any of the more recent stuff. Um, but they did ask him about regulation. And he said, like, yes, it has to apply to Apple, too, even though he doesn't want it to. But he's a big good. believer in tech regulation. Good. He's good. Just, he just recognizes it's going to be super inconvenient for him. Yes. Yeah. But that's the way it's got to be. <sighs> Heavy questions, Georgia. This is how we shape the world. I have one for you. Do you? From uh, Stephen Robles. Having three kids, we're navigating when is the right time for social media and YouTube, trying to delay as long as possible, but our oldest, 12, wanted to start a YouTube channel and we wanted to encourage creativity. Right now, I upload for him, but he doesn't access. What's your thoughts? I, I think that I, like it is the way of the world, and I think that 
12, they're starting to really understand what are the consequences to actions. If there are no comments, they're not interacting with people very much. Um, and you're curating that and you have a hand in it, you can make sure and that that is a safer manner in which to do it. Because I do think that a lot of kids can start wonderful companies and this starts them to become business oriented and they manage things and can be a career for them. So um, I think that the way that you're doing it is great and they can watch you upload to see how to do it and slowly as they show more responsibility, um, they can be more involved with that. So would you do things like turning off the likes and dislikes, turning off comments? Start I would I would start off with just a video something that they're not because it's very damn like one is you end up like I look at my videos and the ones that do well and I get like I can see myself getting like swept up on it but my brain is not a developing brain yeah so it's not going to be pre-programmed yes it is for, your brain is still developing well, it's still developing kind of down <laughs> it's a little bit still developing but um, when you are a young brain you really are very very plastic and so you're altering the things that are happening yeah. and you don't want that addiction center to be pre-programmed to that you only feel good when you do a good video and it's really well liked and you will feel bad when you get a bad video and no one watches it yeah your self-worth becomes extrinsic instead of and intrinsic at that age it's you're you're much more attuned to it now would you say the same thing holds true for other platforms like tiktok and instagram and twitter and facebook i would i would and i would say like like, don't get them involved if they don't want to be. Well, also, I think, depending on your country, it varies, but I think you're not allowed to have an, your own account until you're 13. Like, Still, parents have to do young. it. But yeah, it's 13 very is very young. It's very young, and there's a lot of predators that are out there yeah. and searching for but kids. Just pre like, yeah, predators, absolutely, but also just, like, negative... Like, yes, comments. People are, like, it's like cyberbullying. There's a lot out there. There's yeah. a lot out there. And people are just like, there's this wonderful, not Wheaton's Law. Wheaton's Law is just don't be a dick. But there's this other law, the greater law of internet F watery, where it says that anonymity plus internet equals a-hole. Yes. Uh, and, and it was coined for gaming because like gaming, you were, you were hidden behind this. But that really is the case with the internet. But you've explained this before also that we lack... Um, well, one thing that I found is interesting, actually, I'm going to ask you about this first. There was a study that showed if someone... Put, addressed a comment in the third person, they were most they were more likely to be mean than if they addressed it in the first person. Like if they talked about, oh, the person who made this video is a jerk, it, it was easier for them to dehumanize the person. But if they said, oh, your video is great, like they identified with you, and then it was harder to be a jerk. Yes, and and the more that they know you, whenever I've, um, and I don't get a lot of mean comments. I'm very fortunate in that way. Say that, they'll find out. Yeah, um, <laughs> I still don't. Um, but whenever I do, I used to, I don't anymore uh, just because of time, but when I would ever like write back to someone that wrote to me, I'm like, guess what, you, I have your email, uh, I'm going to write to you. Um, I've never had anyone, like I've always had someone say, I'm so sorry, you know, I, I don't even think that there was a person that was behind the screen. Um, I had a really rough day, I lost my job, um, I was just having tough times yeah. and I just needed to lash out at someone or, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me and she looks like you and so I kind of was taking it out at you and I apologize, I shouldn't have. I've never had anyone really, and I'm sure that there's some people that have confronted yeah. someone and they still are yes. kind of that cognitive <laughs> dissonance and mean, um, but they don't see you as a person, they don't know that you really have feelings because you're just that person on TV, you're not really yeah. real. And most characters on TV aren't real. 
just throwing even reality out there. TV, especially reality TV. Especially reality TV. Um, a, a couple things. One is that that is that is hard to scale. Some people find that hard to scale. Like when they start getting like hundreds of thousands of yeah, comments. Yeah, it becomes difficult. Like turning them off, just turning so them my, off. So my my thing is, uh, and other people believe like they have this mistaken belief that people have the freedom of expression in the comments that they they can't like people will say, oh, you're censoring the comments if you delete something it's or your you house. hide something. Yes, the 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 way I look at it is. Um, there's no freedom of expression on somebody else's dime. It's like, I can't force NBC to air my videos. I can't force the New York Times to run my blog posts. Can't force NPR to host this show. As much as we'd love it to be on NPR, we can't force them to do it. And you can't force anybody to, to host your comments. You can only do that on your own dime. Yeah. You can make your own blog post. You can make your own channel. You can make your own podcast. You can put anything you want on there. You don't have the right to publish in somebody else's space. And I look at it like a garden. You know, like you have to yeah. tend your garden. And if you let it just grow over with weeds, the flowers die. And I find that it, it um, so at first when I started the YouTube channel, I kind of left a lot of meaner comments on there. And then I realized, especially for people that talked to me or knew me or were my clients, it really hurt them. Yeah. Like it hurt them more than it hurt me to see someone they care about being attacked cause them damage. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not okay. I don't mind taking a hit myself. But it also lets other people think that it is okay. Exactly. And that was the second thing. So yeah. one is that it actually causes other people trauma because they're seeing, one, it's that negative effect, but two, they're seeing someone they care about and that makes them really angry. And I don't want my my home to be an angry home. Yes. And two, as the leader of that, a leader of a company, a leader of a home, a leader of your channel, you want to make sure that everyone feels safe and protected yes. to be able to share and talk and express where they feel that they're not going to get attacked. And so I have become much cleaner with making yeah. sure that it's happy, it's positive, it's safe, it's fun. And as long as it is that, it's there. I don't feel bad about censoring anything. I don't actually think that everyone has a freedom of expression yeah. because words hurt. I'm sorry that sticks and stones may break my Words hurt more. But Throw a stick like, at me over saying something that physically, emotionally damages me. Like I don't mind construct. I love to learn. Like yeah. if I did something wrong, I'd love to yeah. learn. And I don't mind constructive criticism. I value it. But like if someone just says like, your head is stupid. Like there's nothing to do with that. Like that does, that's not like, that's not a conversation uh, that you can have. Uh, and, and that's what people will do in the comments. Like they think it like, I'm, I'm sure they're terribly damaged and wounded. They had a bad day. Someone did break up with them. Their lunch was not cooked to the way they like it, whatever. And and they're just using this as a space it's gonna to spew. going to be my spew. next comment to your um, videos. Oh, I'll ban you so fast. <laughs> but that's why these platforms have these tools. And they don't stupid. just block and ban tools, but they have my favorite shadow banning. Because yeah. that way, like, you can mute somebody yeah. or you can shadow ban them. And they don't know. No, and they're just screaming out into the darkness. They're yes. screaming out into the emptiness, yeah. into the void, into the heat death of the comment universe. Um, and But it doesn't affect anybody else. No, they have no clue. Yeah. So that's my they advice. They can vent out and they feel good about it and make, no one else gets damaged. Make the channel a safe place for the child, especially, you know, and I... And make sure and I would do the curating all yourself. Yes. Don't have them do that. Yeah, not until they're, like, nice and legal for the, I, for the as channel. Long as, as long as you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiran writes, Instagram is just a wasteland now. People think that they are happy posting good pics, but in reality, they are not. That's so interesting because... Uh, so much to unpack here. Facebook famously used all their surveillance technology to find out that people were using Instagram more than Facebook, and it became a threat to them. So they bought Instagram, and they told the founders of Instagram that they would never do certain things with it. And of course, they proceeded to do those things. The founders of Instagram left, and now the new people in charge of Instagram are changing it. They're changing it because they see TikTok 
as a threat. And you know, Facebook can't buy TikTok. So, well, first they brought over stories from Snapchat. Uh, well, let me back up just a little bit. It was a place where people posted photographs. And in the beginning, it was mobile photographs. You get yelled at for posting like a proper photograph, like from a camera, but that's all changed. It became very glamour photo oriented, very selfie oriented, very celebrity oriented, very like optimal life oriented. But then they got stories uh, and then they started, they copied TikToks and made those reels. And now they've said that they want to make that the primary experience. They want to downplay photos because photos don't get them the same amount of engagement that they get from stories and reels. And a lot of people who love the original Instagram who wanted that are, are like looking up in a landscape going, but I don't use TikTok because I don't want TikTok. I'm not going to use InstaTalk. I know. It's a strange thing that people gravitate to what is the new next popular thing, but then they forget about what made them their niche. And then they lose the niche because they're not going to be as good at TikTok at, yeah. you're not going to be good as TikTok at TikTok. And so they end up just being a pale comparison and yeah. the people that are TikTok users are still going to gravitate towards TikTok and the people that are Instagram users are going to gravitate to the next thing that is more like Instagram than Instagram and then they lose or lose, which um, doesn't make me feel bad. I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> no. Well, and also like the, the way that the Instagram and I believe the Reels uh, algorithm works is very different than YouTube. Uh, it's based mostly on measuring attention. Like if if you're scrolling and you slow down scrolling, they consider that a signal. If you it's the if, same thing that they do with TikTok. But there's things that a human like I, I I'll admit like they are they are happily throwing scantily clad men and women at me all the time, all the time. And no matter what I'm doing, I'm scrolling, and suddenly there's a scantily clad woman or bodybuilder or something there. I'm gonna slow down for a second, and then I start getting more of that. And that's not actually what I'm primarily interested in. Like I and then it's really hard to untrain it. It's the same thing like if they threw up like a gory image at me. It would stop me for a second. I absolutely do not like gory images. I would not watch it. I would burn the app to the ground, but it would stop my scroll for a minute. Yes. And it I feel like that just caters to the most sensational topics possible, the things that like go into your brainstem and say danger or like Stop. Food. Yeah, like any other, like the prime, what is it? Food, sex, shelter. Maybe they put a shelter up there. It won't slow down. I don't know. For the really cool shelter, maybe. Maybe it's a, But like maybe. those those things that stop you in your tracks are not necessarily the things that you want to enjoy. They're the things that you react to. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to fix that unless they just take more responsibility for what they show us. No, they won't. They won't. They're just trying to game the system as quickly as possible. Yes. Get more views. So what is your, what is your solution for the story? Just stop using Instagram? But with your attention? I, I, I'll just say that we should, no one says that they should, I've never ever had any person and I see people that are from, you know, I see them from like two upwards to 90 something years old. Um, I've never had anyone that uses social media say, I wish I could use more social media. I wish I spent more time on social media. Has never. I could do it all over again. Ever been words that have been uttered by anyone. Now. There is teens that are not on social media that say they want to be on social media, yeah. but once they're on social media, they're on it too much. And so I only deal with people that want to reduce their consumption of social media. Why? Because they recognize that, what are you doing with your brain? You are doing nothing. You're just consuming to nothing. And they're happy to do that. So less is more in this case. Just stop. 
I don't remember which character said it. It was one of the Anne Rice books. Uh, it might have been Lestat or Armand, or it might have been the Queen of the Damned herself, but said, like, if given a conscious choice, an informed choice, every human will choose to be a vampire, and any vampire will do absolutely anything to become human again. Yeah. And that reminds me, like, anybody who's not on social media wants to get on social media, and anybody on social media just wants to use it less. I totally would like to be a vampire. That's all that I thought about during that comment. But once you become a vampire, you'll want to be human again. Maybe. I... We are not testing this theory for a future show. Oh, that would be so nice. Non-testable. I have the teeth, too. All right. Next question. Yes. Did we answer that question? I, I think we did. All right. We went, we, if not, we went if around not, we it certainly really nicely. It. Yes. Um, okay, George. This is from nquin408. People are consuming more news along ideological lines versus local news. How can aggregation platforms like Apple help people be more open and non-judgmental? Sorry, can you say it again? Well, so I was, I'll give you an I example because my next question. I'll give you an example. Like previously, there were like three channels. Yeah, uh, it was like NBC, CBS, like in America, in Canada, it was similar. CTV, CBS, and like everyone got their news from Walter Cronkite. And Walter Cronkite might have had his own biases, but you you sat there and you got like or Peter Jennings, and you know like there was very few news sources, and so everyone more or less got the same information. But now we have so many news sources and a lot of them are hyper-partisan yes. news sources. So somebody watching Fox is not at all getting the same information as somebody watching MSNBC, for example, yes. let alone like the much more extreme uh, news yes. platforms. Yes. So how do you, is there a way like for a platform like Apple or somebody to aggregate a more universal, less tribal, uh, more encompassing You view? see, so the, the problem would be that even if we say that Apple has both sides, we like to consume media that is on our side of the scope. So if you have more of a right-wing bias, you're going to consume more right-wing media. If you're more of a liberal bias, you're going to consume more of that. So even if given the option to have everything, we are still going to stick to the news sources that feed that part of the brain that make us feel right. Now, the way that we would actually fix this would be in our school systems to be able to have media literacy. Yeah. What is... Um, news that is trying to sway us one side or another, and two, look at the source. What is the source of something? If sugar is funding research about sugar, yeah, maybe there's maybe they have a bias here. Maybe I should think twice about this. Yeah. But it's hard and it's effort for us to follow the money. I always like to research where did something come from and. Luckily, I did courses on on media literacy, on yeah. advertising tricks, on you know the five foods that might kill you means the five foods that might not kill you. Um, those kind of wordings to things that there's no consequence to, and now everyone has a voice and can reach the masses. And so often we we get lined up also to the most extreme. So. If you look at this, the source itself, often that, you know, this person gets destroyed by that person and you watch it and you're like, oh, that was destroyed. Then, you know, that was my Thursday. Yeah. Um, we should point out that there is, a, if people are hearing a beeping, there is a beeping. I don't know what it is. I think maybe it's a heat alarm because it's like three million degrees in here. Yeah. <laughs> so that we like, can record. Yeah, so I apologize see, yeah. if you do hear a beeping. It's not you. It's us. We're just powering through because we... It's so hot, we need to get we, to the show. This, the beeping could be the entire time of the show, is yes. really what we we're saying. We don't so know. We apologize if you're listening to this. Um, the sorry. One thing that I find super fascinating, too, is like we live in an age where these tweets come up all the time. Someone 
attack, like someone says something about an article, they get ruthlessly, viciously attacked about the article, and then the reply is, I'm, I'm the one who wrote it. Yeah. Or like um, Joe Rogan famously, uh, you know, he did this whole thing, a diatribe about vaccines, and the guy who wrote the paper goes, those were chicken vaccines. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's really important. Like you've got to really like, especially if you have yes. a huge platform, if you have a huge audience, well, you have a responsibility. Problem, though, that is goes that, so it. the person then that does the article that someone else used as a platform yeah. for A, B, or C says, no, I, this is not what it meant. I yeah. know because I'm the one that wrote this. But then no one hears that. No. So they still, because we consume, we're now, we don't read anything. We don't check up on anything. We want it spoon fed to us. We're like, they, no one hears that. So they still just go with the most popular voice that's there, even if it's a complete lie, because in the end, what you believe is true to you, even yes. if it is not actually true. There was, uh, I'm going to forget who said it, but someone said like a surefire uh, formula for success in social media, including like YouTube or whatever, is go to find a subreddit and then repeat back everything they say. Yeah. Because then they will love you. Yes. They will believe that you have the correct opinion. It's true. Yeah. They will think that was the most brilliant like go conversation. Go to slash r slash Android, repeat make your back video. to and someone <laughs> what they said. Yes. You know. And they'll think that you're a yeah. genius. If I just repeat everything that you say, you'll be like, Georgia, I figured that's wow. what you were doing. Yeah that's, yeah. What I, that's what I do every show. And so Apple has a group of editors for Apple News and they go through and they try to carefully select what they believe is the primary sources for any news. Um, and to try to avoid, because like fair and balanced got distorted for a while where they thought fair and balanced meant having two people every on each view, side or, or any, like views on each side, regardless of how numerical, yeah, that those, so it could be like one person uh, thought one thing and 99 people think the other thing and they, they consider fair and balanced yes. equal coverage of both. Well, if you were in a boat, yeah. so say that we were in a boat and the boat is sinking Yes. and there's 20 people on the boat and of those 20 people, 15 of them are, you know, just regular boat, like the people that bought the tickets to be on the boat, first yes. time on the boat. And then five of them are sailors or engineers. Yes. Like while the boat is sinking, you don't want everyone to have a vote. You see, it becomes very difficult. All the opinions aren't equal at that point. No, no. Yeah. I want the person that actually knows how to fix the boat. Because yes. I'd be like, just duct tape that baby. Yeah. And maybe that's the right answer, but you probably shouldn't go with me. I, I'm well, not that... There was that great TikTok this week where um, the anti-vaxxer was saying all this stuff and the other scientist oh, next to them. And she's like, yeah, that's true. That doesn't work. No, that's not how that works. No, no, not, no, nothing works like okay. that. Okay. But if I did not know, if I was not already educated with a science background, yes. if I hadn't already done... Or have like logical training. Yeah, biology. I'll say that TikToker sounded like she knew what she was talking about. Like, yeah. we really? Mistake, we mistake authority for it, no, authority. She, it, it's, she said <laughs> words that I didn't understand. Yes. I was like, oh, like, interesting. So if I had only seen that, I fully understand where people would be swayed to that. And people want to have that knowledge and power and interest. And um, and not everyone is able to get an education. We're really lucky in parts of the world where education is cheap, affordable, or free. But it isn't that case for everything. And it becomes... it. If you don't have an education in a certain field, having someone else talk down to you is really infuriating. So I fully get that. That would be annoying and horrible and I would want to be able to educate myself as best as I could. The problem is, is that finding out where you should get your sources from becomes very difficult. Yeah, no, I I, I feel that so deeply and I, and I think there are efforts underway to try to provide expert sourcing where possible. It's just, it's hard to get. Well, how do you um, even know who it. is an expert unless you're an expert already? It becomes difficult, right? Yeah, well, you I mean, you, you, try to, you try to choose 
Yeah, no, it is. And there's that like whole thing. Like, if you're not an expert in that field, if you're an expert in that field, then you know Bob from the corner. You're like, you know, yeah, so he might have here? gotten you're his me, You're giving me more stress. What's the answer? Sorry. But, like, it's, it's not it that hopeless? easy of an... It isn't. But that's why media literacy is really interesting, is that when people speak to you in ways that are louder, um, that they have yeah. to speak in ways that are trying to use emotional arguments, when they won't let someone else speak, when they don't, like having a little bit of a knowledge base in that field can be a little bit of a dangerous thing. Well, that's my biggest, my, my biggest personal, well, one of my biggest issues with social media is that it feels like it compels you to want to have an instant, loud, broadcast opinion on every topic, regardless of how little you know about it. Yes. Like something happens and you feel compelled to quote tweet it with your hot take immediately. And then you reach as many people as you can. Well, I think that for a lot of people, they would feel st like if I... Like when I started out in, in my field, um, if someone asks a question, I wasn't comfortable enough yet in my shoes of my field to be able to say, I don't know the answer to that. Now, I feel very comfortable to say, I don't know the answer to that. Because now I know I am a expert in my field. I know more about what I do than most people, right? Because that's what I do all day, every day. But before that, I wasn't. So even just saying, I don't know, and it's my field that I was actually educated in, became very difficult and was scary for me. Um, and you end up with that imposter syndrome. So what I, what I find helpful is just, I try not to tweet um, opinions about, like there's very few topics that I feel really comfortable in. I'll tweet opinions on those. The rest, I'll, I, I try to find authoritative voices and, and amplify them. I just listen. A lot of it is just, I just listen and I see what is there. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, am I going to make something better? Is Am I going to be able to be helpful to this? Yeah, I think if you that can, is, then it's important. Then that's good. Yeah. And if I can't, then I will let those that can yes. be there. And if you feel comfortable that you know that this person is going to make good, is going to be protective to others, then you can amplify their voice. Yes, Which I is agree. also fair. Uh, okay, this is um, from uh, Shaldas. And they ask, Renee, what is psychology? Look, if you're... If you're not creative enough to, to figure out multiple ways to spell every word, then I don't know what to tell you. Like I refuse to be, I refuse to be boxed into your single English spelling <laughs> diorama. Sorry, I spelled like, diorama wrong. Couldn't even tell. No, I, spell, I, 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 I typo. Typos spell. create engagement. They do. No, I love it. People will great. watch your entire video. They won't give you a comment on anything the that happens part in is it. But when they'll I tell saw you the tweet. I'm dyslexic-ish. Something. Yes. Uh, undiagnosed dyslexic, and I did not notice. Well, it was actually a, still t a skill testing question. I failed. Do you have an actual question, though? Yes. Um, I'm not trying to be mean. I just I find oftentimes we give attention to people who are being negative and not positive. I don't think and it was negative. It unfairly. It was just funny. They just wanted to. It unfairly. <laughs> unfairly, uh, dis disproportionately. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. Yes, that. Hmm. I'll ask this question. Uh, Chester Wong asks Is the new Apple PR head good for the company? Unknown, um, totally unknown. Um, very, very recent hire. Yeah. And nothing, nothing like there hasn't been any events yet. There hasn't been. But how long has it been now? Like just very recently, like just like maybe a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a big organization. They have a bunch of established people there. So I think it's going to take um, a good year or so to see, just to form any. Well, like I said, so I don't have how, to have a hot take on everything. Do you think that they have been handling the um, current scandals well enough? Is throwing Fred Frederiki into the void to attack the CSAM negative press. So I don't think they're enough? I don't think they're running this. Okay. And also I, Apple has also very clear corporate and product uh, PR teams. And I actually don't even know if 
because previously um, it was Steve Dowling uh, who was the previous head of Apple PR, and he was very much on the on the like Apple as a company PR, not the product uh, PR. Like he wasn't out there talking about iPhones or anything. He was talking about like shareholders and blah blah blah, blah that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't mean to blah blah blah, Steve. He did really he did a really excellent job, but it was stuff that you know like I, I didn't even have any. I don't know those people like, at all. It's a very different org, and I don't know where she's positioned or anything yet. So I think it's it's premature to answer. Fair. I don't want to hot take it. All right, Georgia, Gardner Von Holt wants to know, of all the large tech companies you follow, do you consider all of them to be net positive influences on society or no? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, you know, I would have said for Apple that Apple is a net positive on society. Um, they're not involved in social media. They are involved in advertising. Negative point to it. I had thought that they do try to make products that are um, useful but expensive. I don't think that they are great for the environment, though they pretend to be. Um, and I, I would have said that they actually care about their consumers. With CSAM, um, I don't have the same warm, fuzzy feelings that I used to towards Apple. I think that they have chosen to go a route that benefits them over benefits society as a whole. Um, just like I don't think that, that I think that if we had lived in glass homes, I think that that would prevent domestic abuse and most violent crimes actually happen by someone you know, and that is a predominant number of people that are going through that. I still don't think that that benefit is worth me having to live in a, in a glass house or a house that has cameras that the police can check in on if we so wanted to. So um, that... I think is going to become a net positive and I think it's a, sorry, a net negative and I think that it's a negative that we're not going to be able to reel back either because before they could just say we can't do it and now they can say we know how to do it. We have the technology. So um, is there any company that I feel is a net positive? There probably are, but none of the big tech companies would I say um, fall into that. I think that they're there. By definition, could they not because they become so big? Because I, I have this, think, I have this saying that I don't think that so. I, I don't think I think that you can be a huge big company and actually do so good. The my, federation could happen. So, the, so I actually was I was going to leave there in a minute, but oh, like I was going to say in the meantime, tracky, I yeah. have this Arthur C. Clarke saying where oh. any company sufficiently large is indistinguishable from evil yes. because as their constituency grows, it becomes less and less likely that every element properly takes care of every member of that constituency. So to some of them, you're always going to be doing something that's against their interests. I, 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 don't, I think that you could. I honestly think that you could create a federation that um, really did have a good set. You need to have a really good leader. And the problem is, is that once you have all of that power, then if the leadership changes, that power could be used for ill just as well as it could be used for good. And that's what we often forget is yeah. that you might say, you know what, I really like Tim Cook. Or I really like um, Sundar Pichai. Or, yeah, it, you know well, Zuckerberg. Bez Bezos just retired anyone, or resigned. So yeah, I don't think that anyone. But maybe there are some people that that love him. Um, but who's the next person that's going to yeah. take it over? Who's going to buy out the company? And to whose hands can you entrust Utopia? Yes. Yeah. And it it's it's then just a flip of a dime, and that so, becomes a really dangerous thing to lead hands into, and technology. It is about being consumed. It is not about building a better planet. It is about consuming things and making money. It's not 
you know, about utopia. So that's where I think a lot of the problems occur. And my only, my only question is whether this is intermediary turbulence or this is just a heat death of those companies. Like Google wants to build the Star Trek computer. That's literally their purpose in the world is to build a Star Trek computer. But the choices they're making in order to fund that building are anathema to me. Facebook wants to bring the world like the together. Anathema. Good job. Not anesthesia. Um, not anesthesia. Sometimes, um, sometimes that, that works too. Uh, Facebook wants to bring the world together and let people communicate in ways that were hitherto impossible. But the way they're choosing to fund that technology to me is morally reprehensible. But like there's, there's things like, like Wikipedia where it really is just about information. It has a neutral stance and it has information and it Citation does. needed. <laughs> and I think that that it is all cited. You can take a look on Wikipedia and follow all the sites and decide for yes. yourself. And it's evolving and changing as it goes. There are large technology companies that could do good. I would say that Wikipedia is probably the closest thing. Nintendo and it, is making a smile. No, not Nintendo. Nintendo oh. has had its own set of scandals. We're not getting into them. Okay. No. I'm unaware of them, but I will research them on Wikipedia in a minute. Right. They're they're a little like they've they've stayed out of you know. Okay. I'm gonna look. They've been good for a little while, but they're not without blood on their hands. Yes. Okay. Fair. But I think Wikipedia is pretty pretty okay. neutral in that. That would be my closest. Bet. Okay. All right. So we do have a bonus segment. We have a bonus segment every week on Nebula. If you're not joining us on Nebula, it's super easy to do, barely an inconvenience. All you do is go to crossystream.com slash Apple Talk, sign up there. It's like 15 bucks a year, cheaper than a New York City pizza, uh, medium-sized pizza, not the tiny ones. But you know what I'm saying. For the whole year, $15, you get a CuriosityStream account, all their documentaries, all their series, plus you get a Nebula account bundled in for free, which is all my videos, all Georgia's videos, uh, iPhone Doe, MKBHD, Mary Spender, uh, so many, Adam Neely, just like on and on, Cinema Wins, Nando V Movies, so many people, ad-free, sponsor-free, and often with bonus content, like we're about to hot drop on everybody here. So curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk. And if you are not joining us there, Georgia, where can people find you? You can email me, georgia at westmounttherapy.com. You can check out my YouTube channel, YouTube slash Georgia Dow, and um, I'm on Twitter.com. Oh, they, they know. Okay. They know. Don't you know if you don't know? Um, or on Twitter. It's at Georgia underscore Dow. Right. Renee? You can find me at YouTube slash Renee Ritchie. Sorry. YouTube.com. I know yeah. I want to show solidarity. I know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> uh, or at Renee Thank Ritchie you. on the Twitter or the Instagram.